This is episode 149 for Tuesday, September 4th, 2018, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we knew we had to pick a state, but because there are a mass of states left, it wasn't easy to choose it. So why not drink beers from Massachusetts? <laughs> oh. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Chris, and together with Travis, Sawyer, Powers, and Jeremy, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast may be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you're kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Uh, I had to come up with something. So, anyway, I'm joined today by Travis. How's it going, Travis? Hey, everybody. I'm doing pretty good. I haven't brewed yet, but we have a three-day weekend, so I'm planning on brewing tomorrow, and I'm going to do a amber ale. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got the Saison I did last week, and that one's wrapping up fermentation. So I'll do an amber ale and have my two beers ready for tapping whenever the ones I have on currently blow. Nice. Yep. Nice. Cool. Also joined by Jeremy. How's it going, Jeremy? It is going very well. How are you, Chris? I'm doing well, thanks. Do you anything in beer this week? Uh, I did not brew. Um, I did check out some of Reddit's cool uh, beer subreddits uh there's one called mm. the brewery which is really cool mm. and then one's also a brewery by the name the brewery yeah. the brewery wow were they the first to get that one i don't, I don't know oh, it's, well it's spelled it would be cool if they were it's spelled like b-r-u-e-r-y or something wow the brewery the brewery yeah and then i i started following one called beer porn uh, <laughs> it's just it's I not like what you think it's not what you think <laughs> we it, did not check the nsfw <laughs> 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 hang on chris <sighs> no it's just a whole bunch of people who take pictures of really cool interesting types of beer <laughs> there's one um it's from japan that looks really cool um and they're on the brewery there, there was a guy who, who he's like, I heard you all like crystal clear blondes, and he posts this picture of like a legitimate like red, like bright oh. red beer that uh, was that, in a, is that in a Randall? Huh? Is that in a Randall? I think it's a sight glass. Uh, hmm. I want to say that's like tube, the like tube that. that you can see it going through as it. Goes filtering oh, so, into the so keg. Side glass? Is that what that is? <laughs> wow, I'm learning new things <laughs> every episode. Yeah, a sight, a sight well, glass. Well, Randall also has a sight glass kind of area like that too. You can see what's going through it. But yeah, yeah. They said it's a uh, blueberry frappe 
or frap. I don't what? know how you'd say that. IPA. What? Um, and they're transferring it to cans. So it was like, it was bright red. It was really neat. So I had to like wait. It's a go bright, look in the comments. Bright red beer. That's a blueberry frappe. Yeah, beer. They said they use like a crap ton of blueberries to get that color. To get the red color. Yeah. Interesting. Oh my gosh, it's pink. <laughs> no, it's red. It's definitely red. But yeah, I mean, um, Reddit's a really cool website if you're not into that, and uh, they have a lot of communities that just get together and they you know it's kind of like this you know except uh on reddit it's really neat neato mm. yeah neat mm. also join my powers how's it going powers hey guys what's going on um beer uh right i drank a lot of it yesterday uh, mm. my, my drink of choice yesterday was founders all day all day ipa mm. there you go yep easy to just sit and pound while you're watching college football yeah travis did that one on a power hour Oh, yeah? yeah? Yep. <coughs> felt good after that one. One of the few times I actually felt good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't It, it doesn't creep up on you too bad. Uh, nothing as far as brewing or bottling. Uh, I've got that coming up next weekend. Um, I've got to figure out what my stout recipe is going to be because I'm going to be brewing the wedding beer next week. And, uh Yep. Here comes the beer. <laughs> Luckily, I've got, a little bit, I've got to take a little bit of a head start because I'm putting mine in bottles. Um, well, luckily for you guys, you guys still have a little bit of time, but I am looking at recipes that I can do for like an extract stout. And I found an interesting clone for founders breakfast stout might give it a go. Cause you know, I can, I feel like this is the one that I can screw up because no matter what I do, everybody's going to say they loved it. Cause I brewed it cause it's my wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess there's one way to do it. Exactly. But yeah, you know, I'm 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 just gonna see if there's a recipe out there that seems to be okay and mm. brew that, or I could just do a stubby kit. I don't know. Yeah. So I'll I'll be looking at that this week. But other than that, not much else going on. Cool. Well, Sawyer's not here, but we are drinking uh, his favorite beer right now, Hackershore. Hackershore is thebomb.com. Actually, which speaking of Power Hour was also a beer that he did on Power Hour. <laughs> I think it was that same episode. Probably the very first one, yeah. Because he did Hacker Shore, he did the All Day IPA, I did a Fest beer. Uh-huh. Because that was supposed to be the poundable beer. To test it if it yeah. was more poundable. And it was. <laughs> like like you said, I felt fine after that episode. I was not mm-hmm. I was not drunk at all. And Eddie did uh, Chilada. Right. Me <laughs> <laughs> Chilada. Yeah. Was that the day that we had Mike with us and he did Heineken? Or was that a different one? Ooh, I feel like Heineken. that was the second one. Mike sat in the corner the first time. Oh, yeah, because he was drinking, drinking the, the Super, Super B. B. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. We had Fratter here for the first one. Yeah. But that's a good ten, assumption. Vietnam loves their Heineken. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he did He did sit oh. right here and do a power hour with Heineken. For the second oh, one. Oh, he did for the yeah, second for one. for the okay. second one. That is an awful power hour, I would think. I would not like to do a power hour with Heineken. Yeah, I don't think he was feeling too great at the end. That was the one that we did the... Uh, um, the malt liquor on the table, and if you got a question wrong on the trivia we were doing, you had to take a shot, take of, that a shot one. of the malt liquor, Ooh, and yeah. that's where the oh, it's not too bad. That was pretty bad. <laughs> or it, was it? <laughs> that's where that drop came from. The big long malt liquor one. No, that was the. Actual oh, that's not that bad. Oh no, that's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was him taking a shot of the malt liquor, but anyway. Which yeah. one was it? Huh. With old English power hour number two. Oh, the, no, the, the malt, yeah, the malt, yeah, liquor. old English, English. 800. Yeah, oh, yeah, 
But anyway, uh, I haven't done anything in beer this week other than drink some beer. Um, however, this morning, Travis and I did a check-in for the homebrew competition that we are helping to run this year. Uh, Ozaft is... Get your entries in. Actually, wait, no, they're passed. <laughs> yeah, that's Ozaft! No, don't do is. that. <laughs> 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 oh, God. <laughs> that was uh, funny. Anyway, so, um... Thanks for the help, guys. By the way, uh, <laughs> I asked you if you guys thought if you guys if, like if me driving an hour would have gotten you out of there sooner. Well, it would have come out and done it. And it ended up being responded. me and Travis, <laughs> and actually I did, but um, it ended up being me and Travis and the other guy that's uh, running it. The three of us did the whole check in. We had 196 entries. Dang. And we we started about 10, 15, 10, 30, and finished up about three ish, three fifteen. So wow, it took it took a little bit of time, but anyway, um, <clears throat> it went fairly well without any hitches till right at the last second we figured out an error, but we were able to fix it. So it all worked out just fine, and we got it all done. So judging will start next weekend. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, so anyway, that's, that's a lot it. of beer to drink. Yeah, yeah. How how long are you going to six entries in there? Most of them were three bottles each entry. Wow. Uh, some of them only submitted two. So how long do you have to do that? Yeah, as long as it takes. Until really. it's done. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're not going to just slam 196 down no. one day. No. Yeah, we'll do no, Friday night and Saturday morning. Probably two weekends of Friday and Saturday is kind of what we're planning on. Uh, we'll see how it actually uh, pans out. kind of just depends on how many judges we get to come and volunteer, which... Both of you are more than welcome to come judge. You don't have to be certified. Oh, really? Whoa. We'll pair you with somebody who is. <laughs> and um, actually, Travis and I judged a lot of competitions before we were certified. And it's you don't have to have a certification of any kind. Um, like I said, we'll pair you with somebody who does have a certification. They'll kind of talk you through the process if it's, if it's something you've never done before. And you can kind of... You know, you'll they'll taste the beer and they'll kind of walk you through how to do it and how to fill out the score sheet and how to how to assign a good score to it and it's it's a really cool experience, something you've never done before. So I, I would suggest that you, you know, give it a shot. Yeah, I'd be interested. It's in a that, lot of fun. Sure. It's the same exact thing we do on this podcast week yep. in and week out. It's yep. just you're writing down your thoughts instead of speaking them out loud. Mm-hmm. Cool. And they do, you know, they'll talk they'll talk through the whole thing with you at the end huh. and make sure the scores line up. Got and it, so, it. you know, before you actually submit it. Hmm. So, yeah, totally. Uh, it's a it's a really fun thing to do. Free beer. Free beer. Free, Free beer. beer. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Ozap is. Ozap is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That last one. Yes, that one. So, anyway, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. Cool. So, I guess now's a good time to say thank you to our listeners. Um, we have... <laughs> I feel like we say this every week. Yes, we have gotten your emails, <laughs> and we're you know kind of in limbo uh, with our studio with with everything, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get to those uh, episodes that you have emailed us about quickly. Um, but we appreciate your patience. So continue to send us those emails and uh, leave us a review on iTunes and. Uh, you know, five stars. Say whatever subscribe. you want. Subscribe. Give us five stars and hit that subscribe button. Yeah. Basically, every week we we record here could be the last week for Studio Three Point. Could be. You never know. 
and we may not know it. <laughs> eh, I'll give you a heads up. Yeah, all right. We show up for the recording, and there's like a padlock on the door, <laughs> chains. Yeah. That's how it felt. Well, powers keep out. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Everyone but powers. It kind of just depends on how much time I have, but anyway. Right. <laughs> hey, by the time I've been you hitting delay this... after delay after delay, so. Ah, jeez. I Is wanted to be nice out of here beer? three months ago. Sorry. Huh? It just sounded like a cool beer name. Delay after delay. A French delay. beer. Delay. Delay. Anyway, <laughs> the the let's Could go you... to break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're drinking beer from Massachusetts today. Massachusetts. Anything, anything we need to say before we get into it? Sam Adams. <laughs> yes, Ooh. that is a beer. <laughs> Where yeah. are my khakis? Our selection is fairly limited here in Texas. Surprisingly, I've seen, and I was really hoping to find Harpoon Wanamango. Mm-hmm. I've seen that one out. I'm sure it was a summer That's, seasonal. Yeah, it's just that one's seasonal. But it makes you want a mango. Yes, and I was really hoping that I'd be able to find that I, one. Mm-hmm. I did see it this summer. Yeah, we, I did we too. We had it, just not anymore. So yeah, we All had right. we had to get some things that either we've had before, I guess, or I don't know. I'm pretty sure we've had Powers' beer before on the podcast. Have we? I'm not positive on that i didn't check i did update the website so it's current as of like episode 145 okay so fairly current cool well if there's nothing else i guess we just get into it brewstyles.com check it out well i'm glad you asked uh we are actually starting off with one of the did we ask? Largest, if not the largest, <laughs> craft beer company. I think it's still classified as a craft beer company. Aren't they the ones that set the bar for that? Like, I think so. It's yeah. constantly changing because they want to remain craft. They keep pushing the top of the of the <laughs> amount you can make per year and still be considered small. They head the, <laughs> the International Craft Council or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it's called. Whoever it is that decides that, same Adams people are in charge of it. Interesting. Yes. Because yeah. to be to be a craft, to have that label, for a long time you had to be small, independent, and traditional. So that knocked out a bunch of the big brewers because of the small thing. But uh, yeah, they keep pushing the upper limit of that. But of course, we're talking about the ubiquitous Boston Beer Company, otherwise known as Samuel Adams. And uh, they are obviously based in Boston, Massachusetts. And always a good decision. Yeah, always. Yeah, mm. that was one of my earliest, <laughs> earliest beers because of that. I was like, oh, oh. yeah. I've seen that commercial before. So I believe I'll have a same Adams. It's a good decision. Mm. <laughs> yes, tis, tis, <laughs> quite. And uh, we have a a bit of a different beer from them today. It's called the Sam Seventy Six. It is uh, classified as American Light Lager, four point seven percent ABV, twelve IBU, and it comes in a can, which is starting to be, uh, well, it's unique for them. Because they've always had the same bottle style forever, and almost everything they make comes in bottles. And, and this is still the only thing that they do in cans. No, it's not. What, what else do they They're do in New cans? England IPAs and Tallboy. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I've, sorry, New England IPA is, is a thing now. Uh, I forgot that. Yeah, no. But it's, uh, it's unique enough that they have commercials on the radio station to listen to where uh, Jim Cook comes on and he's talking about Sam 76 and how it's a unique blend of recipes and stuff, which I'll read in a minute. And he's like, but it also is the only thing that sounds like this. 
because it comes in a can, and you'd have to be an idiot to crush a bottle on your head. Hmm. I think both are idiotic <laughs> it, things yeah. to do. And every time I hear that, I just kind of look down at the floor and shake my head. <laughs> come on. Come on. SMH. Come on. But yes, it does come. <laughs> it does come in a can. And uh, there's a little Some blurb about it. School <laughs> By experimenting with both lager and ale yeast strains, the brewers at Sam Adams came up with the concept for a brand new beer, the Sam 76. This truly unique brew takes two active fermentations and blends them together to create a deliciously harmonious result. The process delivers a distinct flavor that showcases the slight fruitiness of an ale with the balanced drinkability and smoothness of a lager. Sam 76 will surprise any craft beer lover with its huge flavor and aroma, along with a light-bodied, refreshing crispness. At just 4.7% ABV, this brew is perfect for those sessionable occasions. Cascades, Citra, Mosaic, Simcoe, and Galaxy Hops impart a tropical citrus aroma that gives way to a bright, juicy citrus hop flavor, but without the hop bitterness. The brewers have been experimenting for over a year, tested over 60 iterations with the multiple combinations of 12 different hop varieties in the Nano Brewery in Boston in order to perfect the Sam 76 recipe. All right. So they take two fermentations. So I'm guessing they do a primary in two separate fermentation chambers. And then I'm guessing they're secondary. They just combine them or something. Because that's what they just said was like this. This is basically two different fermentations. So I'm guessing there are two yeast strains here or something. Like it's there's a lot of we could it just be a primary and a secondary because that's two different fermentation steps. I bet they do a blend. We should email them. It's two it, separate beers and then they blend it before canning. It's a lot of stuff. Conditioning. That I'm kind of thinking interesting that. in that. Also, who says it's an American light lager? Because that's a Flippin' lie. Uh, untapped does. <laughs> not the brewery themselves. Okay, good. Because that's a flippin' lie. Um, yeah, this tastes <laughs> a lot better than any American light lager. But anyway. Well, it could be. I, think about the term American light lager. It's I mean, a lager and it's light. Is it even a lager, though? And it's made in America. Is this a lager or is it, or is it an ale? Are we sure on that? Well, they said the fruitiness of an ale and the Christmas of a lager, so it could be... Could be both. I mean... A, a <laughs> no, Kolsch, it can't. Yes, it can. It a could Kolsch if is they a, switched. A Kolsch is a blended style or huh. something that's technically hybrid, not blended, because you have a ale that's fermented at lager temps. All right. And it's an ale strain of yeast. So this could be something similar to that, because basically a lager you get none of the yeast character. Right. That's kind of the point. Okay. Is that you, the beer is the showcase, and you have no no yeast phenols or anything like that. Hmm. Which is why they were talking about the fruitiness of an ale, because in ales you get yeast character. So I'm not... I mean, we can we can talk about this more in depth later, but I was actually very pleasantly surprised the first time I had this beer. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure what to expect, and I was waiting to have it until my 1776 check-in unique check-in on untapped oh i see what you did there (laughs) so this is my 1776 check-in on untapped i like it let's drink it i mean smell it i mean look at it (laughs) well but that was a long time ago. It's, I'm, All not, right. I'm not there now. It is last semester. It is relatively clear. Yeah. It's, it's a little hazy. It's, it's hazy. Cloudy. 
a little hazy. It's not nearly as hazy as a, a New England IPA. Well, that's why I said relatively. Yeah. Um, but I also agree that you can't compare these to the American Light Lagers we had two weeks ago. As far as clarity. No, no, no. Because, th- yeah, that would be in a different class altogether. Yeah, this is... Yeah, but it could still be... I wouldn't say clear. it's lagered, but it could still be a lager. Because I've had hazy lagers before. <laughs> yeah, it's like semi-hazy. But it is kind of a light, like, lemon color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, white, light, foamy head. Light, straw, yellow. Foam. You get a really... Like good fruity aroma on it, um, very citrusy, and I I would say some lemongrass maybe. Yeah, I'd say maybe some pineapple. Mm-hmm. Sure, the hop profile takes uh, takes notice in this one, uh, which if you were to still classify this as American Light Lager, that would already knock it out. Yep, right. Because remember we talked about those have nothing special about them, right. no intense flavors or aromas whatsoever. Yeah. So this is probably more like a pale ale. See, I was thinking that too, but there is like almost zero bitterness. Oh. It's very sweet. I definitely and smell the hops. I definitely taste the hops. Yeah, but there's no bitterness. The bitterness is yeah. I can I can see tropical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is it's tropical. Cool. It's very like passion fruity. And yeah. And we've brought this up before. If New England Pale Ale was a thing, mm-hmm. that would be this, I think. Hmm. Yeah. If it were a thing. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, that does come through in the flavor. Uh, the hops do, for sure. But it is fairly smooth. Like, it's really, really clean on the finish. I don't get much of a... Much of like yeast, phenols, maybe some of the fruity esters, but those also kind of merge with the hop character. Mm-hmm. So it is fairly clean. If I had to lump this into a style that's already in the guidelines, I might say blonde ale. Maybe like mm. a hopped blonde. Hopped Because blonde. it's light. It's refreshing. But it does have that yeast. No, sorry, not yeast. Uh, the hop flavor without the bitterness. Hmm. Yeah. So I think as as far as what's currently in the guidelines, blonde would be the closest I thing mean, I could think of because it doesn't have the crispness that you would expect from a Kolsch. Hmm. There is a little bitterness on the front. That's about it. Just a little bit, and then it starts to develop for me, and then you taste all of the other things. Just a tiny bit. Tiny bit of bitterness, but see, it's, it doesn't taste like a hot bitterness no. to me. It's, it's probably more just like a, like a complexity, like a, pith, like a, a, a yeah, the pithy part of the the citrus fruit peel. Right. Yeah, yeah. Would you consider an India Pale Lager? Ooh, IPL. Those still have some bitterness from the hops, though. Yeah, but the lager base makes it really, really smooth. Smooth, yes, but the bitterness is not. Which I don't think that's a, a recognized style. No, because I know I know Sierra Nevada does an IPL and a couple other big breweries do IPLs, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not really a a widely recognized or 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 brewed style. If we could do an episode on that, that'd be fun. 
we need to look yeah. around see what's available see what else we can find because that would be a good comparison too sure do an ipa from the same brewery and then the ipl hmm. just to see how they differ that would be cool because i i've had several ipls and i always thought it was kind of a cop-out like they want to call it something else because it just tastes like a pale ale yeah, it's the hop level and the bitterness is a little more restrained you get than than you would get from an IPA. Yeah, but it's still there. So I don't know. Eh, this one might be close. Yeah, I I still stand by my blonde comment. I think like if they did mix two beers, it would have been like a blonde and what you're saying a lager, like hopped blonde. In a lager, because I get the, yeah. I get that, um, like American light lager, uh, like grainy flavor. Do you get any corn or rice notes, which is what you would get from a American light lager? I mean, mildly, maybe. I don't know. It's like more maybe if you search for it, it might be there. Yeah, but it's like it's grainy. It's like you know. Oats or not oats, really. That's probably yeah. a bad, bad one. Um, but, like, yeah, you can definitely tell it's, like, that barley base is there. I just get the nuts. Hmm. Oh, okay. I Actually, no, now that I think about it, I would not be surprised if this is, like, second runnings or, or baby brew off of their New England. Because the flavor profiles are very similar. Okay. And they came out about the same time. Yes, they did. Both in cans. Uh, very interesting. Because they're very similar. Mr. Holmes, should we <laughs> start a mystery? But, I mean, the whole second start running a- things, <laughs> you can't really do a party guile as far as, like, the hops, I guess. Because that would... Because the party guile happens in the uh, the mash tun. Yeah. But you can still hop it all you want. And it boils and yeah, but dry it, hops. But Partigal would be going from like porter to a brown or something like that. There's not that big of a difference, I don't think. But maybe they just do like a, a lesser version for this than they do. I don't know. I, there's a lot of similarities, but I don't think Partigal is the, the correlation there. <laughs> Who knows? It is a good beer. I it do, is. I do like I, this. I, yes. I think this is probably my, I would dare say, one of my favorites to come out of Samuel Adams. Whoa. I'd say the same. Now, I know Travis and I have history with the summer ale, and that will always be the top one for me. Hmm. And I do really like the New England IPA. Um, I think this one is more approachable than the New England. I'd, I mean, that's... Almost a given, given this, given just what this is. It's right. you know, it's just easy. Like this, this would actually probably be the beer that you would give someone who's a purely BMC drinker, you know, Bud Miller Coors drinker, and trying to get them into craft beer. This is the beer that you could give them. I, think. I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. I was going to say it's, that it's, same thing. It's you just not. Said, it's not a crazy departure from those American light lagers, but it has that hop character yeah it does and it doesn't give you that you know it's not the bitter 
beer. It's not bitter, bitter beer at all. Face. Exactly. You know, the bitter beer face, like they always, you know, like I've, I've had people who are like, I'll just drink Coors Light. And I'm like, okay, cool. But, you know, have you ever tried this? And they're like, no, anytime I think about anything else, I just remember the bitter beer face commercial. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Um, but this wouldn't give you that at all. So yeah, it'd be perfect for that. Yeah, it's like a nice step up. Yeah. You know? And you- it's and it's still from a, you know, like large company. Like I don't want to say recognizable recognizable yeah. company, so they'd probably accept it, you know? Like if if you gave them like you know, something from your local brew pub or, you know, what brewery that opened down the street just a couple weeks ago, like they'd be like, eh, I don't really ah but you nah. Samuel Adams, like they've got <laughs> they've got their sign up on you know Fenway Park, like they're on, t- you know, they've got commercials on TV all the time. It's like, all right, cool. That's a that's a big beer company. I'll try it. The yeah, masses I mean, know. You, you would think that, you know, ten years ago when Travis and I first started drinking, <laughs> kind of sounds funny to say that. <laughs> uh, actually, eleven years ago now. It's been more than yeah, 10, like now. eleven or twelve years ago. I don't know. Oh six. Anyway. Um, Whenever we would go to the bar and so it was like, oh, I want a Bud Light. It was like, oh, we don't have that. What else? You know, Fireman's Number Four was the one that everybody always got. It's you know, yep. it's a very stock blonde ale. Push that one. That's very personal. Somebody comes up, oh, I want a Bud Light. Well, we don't have that, but try this, mm-hmm. and that was the one. That that's was the gateway perfect. beer to, gateway to craft beer. to craft beer. Mm-hmm. Was Fireman's Number Four because it was very light and not a whole lot going on and very approachable. It is. I haven't Perfect. had a fireman's number four in like probably about ten years. We should do it. <laughs> it's a good beer. Since we've had it on the podcast, <laughs> did we? Yeah, we featured. I'm sure like a long time point. ago. Uh, anyway, Maybe but that's that's kind of the one. Who's like, oh, I don't, I don't really know if I like craft beer. Well, try try a fireman's number four. It's a nice, easy to drink Blondale. And I think this beer, the Sam Seventy Six, is going to kind of encroach on fireman number four's um, staple of being. The gateway beer. I mean, it just has good flavor. Yeah, to it. it's flavorful. Yeah, and it's not like drinking an American light lager where it's just <laughs> beer flavored water. Yeah. Right. This is very enjoyable, actually. That, yeah, it's a good. I was like I said before, I was pleasantly surprised when I had it the first time. Yes, we featured Fireman's Number Four on episode five. <laughs> so that was like nice. three years ago. The blonde episode, obviously. Yeah, along with actually, Kona Big Wave. Have we redone Blonde? I don't think so. I'm sure there are a lot of new offerings. That might be an interesting one to revisit, Blonde 2.0. Join us next week. <laughs> so what? what is it? The uh, the bang abil- uh, pound ability? Well, uh, you know, I'd say... I would say nine. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's still kind of sweet, but it's still solid. So I'm going to go with nine. Yeah, I, I was about to say nine as well. So, fun fact about this beer. Oh, I once, uh, I once bought a six pack of it at work, and then I went home, and I was supposed to go to a Stars game that night. So I bought a six pack. I brought it home. And I live right next to a dart station, so I don't have to worry about driving. That six pack was gone within an hour. Dang! <laughs> before I got on that dart train and and went to go pay ten dollars for a Bud Light at American Airlines Center. So this is a you stumbled 10. onto the dart. Oh, you know, it's it's what you do when you're using public transportation if you go to these to these games um it, easy 10 for me easy 10 just for that <laughs> this is a good story here yep i liked it i think i'm gonna give it an eight. Oh, and it's because of the hop character that i get in the aroma really because whenever i would be 
in the midst of pounding said beer, I'm getting these these hoppy aromas going in my nose, and I'm thinking this is going to be harder to chug than it actually is. All right, Travis, in a can, oh. in a can, does that change? Would that change if you were drinking this? Out of chug, the pool, chug, out of the chug, chug, shotgun. Like if you're if, if if you're like out at the pool or you're tailgating <laughs> or something, you're not pouring this into a glass. You're drinking it out of the can. You don't get as much of the aroma on that. It would be higher. Yeah. Without having to smell it. Yes. So. Because it does have a very lovely aroma, but, you know, whenever I smell hops, I associate that with lower poundability. But, I mean, this is very light-bodied. It's easy to drink. So. See, I don't necessarily yeah. relate high hops to low poundability. I do. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our triggers. Because of my past history. Triggered. <laughs> It would be really hard to do a BJCP rating on this because there's no actual style. Who knows correct. what style to put it in? Yeah, so we're gonna <laughs> bypass that one, I guess. <sighs> do we want to do B? no? <laughs> good right. beer, though. I like this. Beer. Uh, yeah, is is very good. Yes. All right. So, Jeremy, would you bring us? Well, I'm uh, glad we've that- got a big one today. Oh my god. <laughs> what? Yeah, you asked what? Yes, Jeremy. What's next? And yeah, Power said we, we got a, we got a big we have one. A big today. one. Apparently so. We have a big one. A big spaceship. Maybe not a spaceship. Maybe something unidentified. Unidentified. <laughs> is it? Is it an object? Oh my god! <laughs> is it? Is it flying? Yeah. Yeah. I think Donald Trump is. Starting the Space Force because of this beer specifically. Mm. Uh, we're about to drink the UFO White. 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 What, why are you saying it like that? It's like a wit beer. It's like cool. It is a wit beer. A wit beer. <laughs> a wit beer. <laughs> it is a wit beer. I went to my French accent. It's a whittle, whittle wit It's beer. a whittle wit beer. Oh yeah, it's a wit beer. And uh, on the can, it's nothing says, wrong with a little bit of white stuff in my glass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a crisp, Thanks, light-bodied, and brewed with orange peel and coriander type beer. Um, other things on the can say "Flavor Adventures Departing Daily." Uh, this is straight out of Boston, um, and also, no. did you say from what brewery? I don't- uh, this is Harpoon. Yeah. Yeah, this is Harpoon. Um, and a little about them. This beer, it says, uh, it's light, crisp, refreshing, brewed with orange peel and coriander. It follows in the tradition of spiced white beers that have been brewed in Belgium for well over 100 years. Cool down at beachside, at a beachside bonanza with this brew. Serve with a slice of orange and enjoy. Well, we didn't bring orange, so maybe... Uh, we could we could try that another time. We will not enjoy it. We won't enjoy it. The orange makes no. it the beer. Spoiler alert. It's kind of like a blue moon <laughs> if you don't have an orange and a blue moon. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to drink with a frown on my face the whole time. But yeah, it's a wet beer based style. Yeah. Coriander, orange peel. It's all pretty similar. It's cloudy. <clears throat> it's actually, like I'm going to say, this looks exactly like the same 76. It's yeah, cloudy. pretty similar. Same yeah. color. It's cloudy, like a light yellow. yellow I would say this one's a little cloudier. Yeah. But it's basically... Same color. Basically, yeah. if, if you're comparing the two, like I... 
might be able to tell the difference between the two just on appearance. Aroma is quite different from the yeah. Sam, though. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Dang, when I smell very this, much wheat, I got, yeah, a lot of wheat, a lot of coriander, a lot. Mm-hmm. And then, like, on the end, it was definitely orange peel. I feel like I don't even need an orange with this. No. There's enough it orange just, smell this in it. This is better than Blue Moon. Yeah, of course. Maybe. I would say. I haven't had Blue Moon in, like, I don't know how long I've been drinking, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Like years, not like today, mm-hmm. but yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't had it in a while. Mm-hmm. No, I was a good kid. I didn't start until I was like twenty three. Mm-hmm. It has kind of like a a fruity, <laughs> almost like a a fruit snack flavor. Where fruit it's fruit roll up. Yeah, it's it's kind Ooh. of uh, artificial fruit, but um, it's like straight up coriander. Yeah, got a lot of that too. Which that pairs well with the orange citrus yeah. character. But yeah, like I, I get a, a fruit snack flavor out of it. Like 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 your Welch's? Like, <laughs> like, like little fruit gummies. Yeah, like fruit the little, gummies. Little gummies. Uh, I can see that. We would actually. always go to Walmart and get the fruit smiles. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Love the, the heck out of those things. The off brand. The off brand. Always just a little bit more. Thick and viscous than the than the name brand ones. <laughs> they were more chewy. They were more dense. Yes. Why is this more dense? Well, it's, <laughs> it's soft. Brand. You don't want to know. <laughs> they just dump. It's some the sugar. same thing, honey. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is pretty flavorful. Yeah, it the is, flavor is, sure. is still very much coriander and orange peel. But it's like sweet orange, not like a, a pithy tart citrus orange. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, it's a lot of juiciness from <laughs> <Thanks> powers. <laughs> that is a new drop. I think that's right. Well, this is a beer. <laughs> I'm good at saying obvious things. That's okay. <clears throat> that's good. I'm getting a uh, graininess on the finish. Can I don't I know. I taste like some banana, which is... Maybe a combination of, of the... That would be correct. Yeah? <laughs> As power was saying, I think that's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm getting dropped again. All right. Um, I, I wouldn't say the banana's over the top, but it's... There, there's a... It's a there's definitely a, a banana sweetness there. No bubble gum, though. Is that normal for whipped beer? Mm, if it's fermented hot, then you'll get some bubble oh, gum. Oh, Okay. But I'm not picking up which is a good thing, right? You don't want the bubble gum. No, you don't. Normally, you don't want the bubble gum. I I can see where it could be. Like I'm searching for it, and I'm like, yeah, there could be bubble gum in this, but it's not overpowering if if at all. There, maybe it's me confusing Mm -hmm. banana and orange together. Orange, but orange no. Orange Nana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got some good, the good coriander and orange meld between those two things, mm-hmm. which those are two good flavors that always go well together. Uh, which is especially in a wheat beer. Yeah, it's what's expected out of, out of a fit beer, and this is. Yeah. Uh, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this wasn't on the commercial example list for uh, Belgian wit beer. We should check because we know out. we know who Garden is. <coughs> what Garden? Uh, 
Whose who's garden? Your who's, garden? Whose garden are we talking about? I'm trying to think back to that episode. You got think oranges back. in your garden? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, because we had who garden? I swear. <laughs> that right, was like so, episode three. Yeah, commercial examples for 24A Vit Beer. Vit. Uh, it is n- not on the list. Allagash White. Blanche de Bruxelles. Cellus uh, White. Which is funny because they were out of <laughs> existence for a while, but remain on the list. Who Garden doesn't distribute here anymore. Uh, yeah, Who Garden, Omegang, Wit, St. Bernardus, Vit, and Vitkirk, which we've had on the podcast. Yeah, it was like a green can, I think. <laughs> yeah, this is out of a can, too. Uh, a white can. Man, this is good. This is a very flavorful, very good beer. Back at it again with Man. the white can. Two for two, Yeah, uh, Massachusetts. Poundability. I am very well documented in my ability to not pound wheat beers. <laughs> yeah. So I would give this one a, a six or a seven. But I'm not one to ask about poundability on wheat beers. They're just too sweet for me. All right. Well, I'm at a seven. Um, I don't like this one as much as you guys do. I haven't said that as much. Um, I don't know why is the thing. <laughs> and that's what I've been trying to figure out. Okay. Um, it has a watery mouthfeel. I think right. there's a lot of there's a lot of flavor happening, but when it comes down to what I'm actually drinking, it 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 feels almost like those those flavors happen separate from my beer experience and that is super weird to say because it sounds like i'm just stretching to not really like this beer um it's is it like too much coriander probably something like that it's probably too strong in certain areas and not strong enough in other areas which is you know honestly probably what a wit is i'm you know not like a super fan of the style um it's just I don't know. It's it's just not great hmm. to me. But yeah, I'd pound it at a seven because it's super light bodied and it's you know it's it's got some flavors in there that bring it down a few points. But yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it it's just not one that I would reach for and buy again. I don't know. Yeah, the coriander for me takes it down to to probably like a six um, in poundability. It is good, but for me, the coriander. Coriander is like one of my least favorite of the spices. And so that one, not that I don't eat things with coriander in it. I do. But this this one just makes it a little harder for me to pound. So a six. I think I can go up to an eight for this one. Because it's like drinking fruit juice. And you can pound the crap out of fruit juice. Yeah. And it reminds you of smiley gummies. Yeah. Which, well, it's happy times <laughs> for everybody. So... Yeah, I, I think I could. I can do this one. I like this, man. All right, two good showings from Massachusetts already. So we can do BJCP for this one because it's a very, very well documented style. Sure, <laughs> do it. I mean, I, I, I'd probably be low forties. It's solid. Yeah. I wasn't kidding when I thought this might have been a commercial example yeah. because it's, it, it has all the flavors that you're looking for, and they are very present. 
Yeah. So it's not. Yep. You know, it's not uh, subtle about any of those. Definitely um, in the forties. Would you say lower mid? Man, like I would have probably given her to forty three because I. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I don't really find much out of style about this. It might not be as creamy as I would expect a, a wheat bear to be. I do agree with Powers when he said it was kind of thin. So maybe the wheat character, the wheat component's a little bit lacking. Yeah, because it's, it's a very strong showcase of the coriander and orange peel with a little bit of banana. Yes. The wheat character itself is a little low, but the right. flavor profile that you would look for out of a vit beer is, is spot on. Mm. How would you change that? How would you make it more viscous of a mouthfeel? Up your mash temperature or add more wheat? I'm eating oats. Or oats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. mash temperature. Cool. Man. More uh, non-fermentable sugars. Uh. That so would- that, that would be my only qualm with this, is it's a little light. And okay. I mean a little yeah, I can't really argue with that. But solid, for sure. Hmm. Yeah, I really liked it. Well, we're going to go from two very easy drinking light beers to something <laughs> like totally off the wall. Yeah, let me tell you about it. Are we drinking tar? No, it's not tar. Good. <laughs> I didn't want to drink that. Word. Anyways. It is from Clown Shoes, and it's called Arch Druid. Arch Druid. Um... There's a lot about leprechauns in the blurb. <laughs> um, what does that have to do with druids? I, I don't know. So Arch Druid, the magically delicious sour Irish red ale aged in whiskey barrels. I don't, ha- I don't have leprechaun music. Sorry. <laughs> this is all I got. <laughs> this is our leprechaun uh, here's the blurb. Should we have known the leprechauns would become irked because we created a flotilla out of ten of the tiny green-clad troublemakers? Uh-oh. Probably. Barrel aging has been a large part of the focus at Clown Shoes for a number of years. Our team has been vigilant and fortunate regarding quality control, experiencing almost nothing in the way of contaminated product. Until now. Oh. <gasps> Despite testing the blended liquid in tank with no positive results for any contaminants, a small amount of lactobacillus found its way into an unknown portion of the bottled product. <gasps> we have now analyzed and seen varying degrees of souring of the product, ranging from slightly tart to medium sour. Fortunately, lactobacillus is the most common bug used to intentionally sour beers. While not what we intended, many people are enjoying our steward for what it has become. The quality control processes we employ have worked to date, but we are aggressively looking into even more sophisticated ways to minimize issues in the future. It would be beyond fantastic if there was a fail-safe to prevent contamination of barrel-aged products, but there isn't. We think it's pretty clown shoes to have been asked... Did I read that right? I did. We think it's pretty clown shoes to have been asked for years to make a sour beer than to do it accidentally, but most likely because we pissed off mischievous magical creatures. Hey, at least they only changed the beer into something unique and unexpected rather than completely destroying the concept. Anyone that has a poor experience with Arstroid, please mail a receipt or the label, which peels off easily, to Clown Shoes Beer, P.O. Box... 
Wow. Clown Shoes Beer, P.O. Box 1033, Burlington, Massachusetts, 01803. Thank you for your understanding and support. As a final thought, we recommend that you make double sure you treat the leprechauns in your life with dignity. Sincerely, Greg Berman and the Clown Shoes team. So it was unintentionally sour, but they know about it and they right. went ahead and released it anyway. Yeah. Interesting. You almost might say that this is a. I had a little bit of a happy accident. <laughs> the label does come happy off rather easily. It does. <laughs> you got to work at it, as but. Jeremy is. But it's not going to like come off in pieces like a lot of bomber labels do. Which, by the way, it's in a bomber. I don't want to send it back. I just, I just wanted to try it. I like sour beer. Hey, so Jeremy, I'm do you want to do, do you want to go get Chris's money back? <laughs> I'm not upset at it because I like sour beer, but anyway. um, Let's open it up. It is a Imperial Irish Red aged in whiskey barrels. That was the style. It's a dark orange. Uh, But then it got kind of infected, I guess, in the barrel, I'm assuming. Fairly Uh, clear. Maybe slight haze, but fairly clear. Yeah, it is like an orange. Mine's very clear. An orange color. Of course, I got the first pour. Dark orange, <laughs> light amber, somewhere in that vicinity. Definitely fits within the iris red category Goodness. as far as color. Good white, foamy head. Very caramelly. <laughs> Powers is uh, focusing and, and channeling his oh. inner leprechaun. Oh, there's a bucket oh. of beer at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> so you, you can smell the barrel as soon as... Oh, yeah. That's the first thing I pick yeah, up, for yeah. sure. And then it definitely has tart notes. You can yeah. pick that up, too. <laughs> no, as, as soon as you even start interacting with this beer, it, it starts to hit you. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> There's a lot going on there. Interacting with. Yes, okay. because interacting is, it, it, it involves all of the senses. It involves looking at it and smelling it and tasting it. Interacting is re-interacting. Uh, I'm not drunk. I'm not that drunk. Yeah, hey, you're a little drunk. Maybe a little drunk. Um, <laughs> Maybe I was drinking before I came I think here. everybody in here is drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so the aroma is very much barrel and yeah. vanilla. It's like sour cherries in the aroma. aroma. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cherry-like. I see the vanilla. I would say sherry. Sherry. <laughs> sherry. Like wine? No, like sherry. Like a port. Port wine. No, sherry. Sherry. Two different things. You're two different things. <laughs> uh, you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Burn, Chris. Um, Sorry. Mm. Yeah. And it's it's definitely tart in the flavor. M- morphing into sourness. It is. Not anywhere near the Cascade was. Well, no, but it's it's no. certainly no. noticeable. No. Yeah, that Uh-oh. cascade was something. It was very, I, very sour. I do rather enjoy this beer, though. I actually do like this, yes. I I mean, I, I would understand how people would be upset purchasing it not knowing that it's soured because nowhere on the label does it say anything about sour. Nope. It does say barrel-aged, which you always run that risk sure. in a barrel-aged beer. Um, but I'm not angry at it. I I actually rather quite enjoy it. 
Ooh, definitely smells of tart. <laughs> yes. It smells of tat. Tat. Yeah. Um, I think Powers was right when he said this was a happy accident. It, uh, oh, yeah. It wasn't what they set out to do. That's what my mom said my little brother was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't what they set out to do, but it turned out to be a, a good beer in its own right. Um, and, and at least they owned up to that. Yeah. But, yeah, it is a little shocking that there's nowhere on, on the label. I guess they didn't have time to reprint new labels. Yeah, I would imagine. Archdruid Sour. This beer stuff. may be sour. Well, I mean, they say it's an unknown portion of their product, so some of it might actually taste the way it's supposed to taste. Can you read some of those comments people posted? Maybe, like, in their ignorance, not knowing that, like... Well, I mean, so just looking through Untapped, there were there were a lot of things. People were like, "This is infected," and gave it like one bottle cap. Wow. Um, which I guess they didn't look it up, like we did. It took us a while to find info on it too. <clears throat> well, I mean, as soon as I Googled "clown shoes arch druid," I found it very quickly. Right. I just tried to go into their website to see if I could figure out what it was supposed to be, but. Um, yeah, I mean, people from the last several weeks just scrolling through the untapped check-ins, um, people are saying, uh, sadly, it tastes infected by Britannomyces or some other wild yeast. Had to throw it out, which I don't know why you would throw out a good beer like this. But I know, right? Uh, somebody else says, disappointingly sour and gives it two bottle caps. Um this other guy says it's sour not sure it's supposed to be not bad though gives it 3.75 um but i you know like i said i not that i expected it to be sour but the fact that it is (laughs) i'm not angry at it (laughs) i'm a little bit further down the list than you it's like licking a sweet tart that fell on the floor of your car and had beer spilled on it is this supposed to taste like this uh, that sounds amazingly terrible. That sounds like a Tumblr post by a really angsty high school girl who just went through, like, the worst breakup ever. <laughs> <laughs> Want to guess yeah. how many bottle caps they gave it? Four. <laughs> 1. 1.5. Oh. 1. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, if you're going to call it that, I'm just like, man, you got to give it, like, a zero or a point two five or something. Or like, a five. Or a five. Like, if you're, if that's what you're going for. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Yeah, so, I mean, like, at first, uh, we initially thought the same kind of things. Like, it's either this is on purpose or this is infected, right? Which, yeah, we've we've had that conversation about several beers that we've had on the podcast. Yeah. We'll drink it and be like, uh, something's not right here. But <sighs> this is a weird beer. <laughs> so does, so, so does mm-hmm. Lacto end up turning this from, a, from an Irish red into, like, a Flanders red? type of situation because I'm, I'm getting a lot of similar characteristics potentially yeah if this were in, yeah we'll skip ahead to bjcp if this were entered as a flanders red i think it would do it would pretty do well very well yeah. yeah because that can have some some wood i i believe so <laughs> or is that the one that says it not traditionally aged in barrels remember there was that one episode that we found okay. no that was yeah. odd brewing odd brewing okay yeah yeah so flanders yeah, red this one yeah actually and uh, decent so I'm not a huge fan of Irish Reds because I get a lot of diacetyl from them. All right. And it's it's one of those things that is acceptable for that style. 
which I think is why I like the Imperial Reds, because right. the hop character and the alcohol just kind of mute that point out completely. Um, this has 9% alcohol, and I didn't realize that until just now. Right. Because you don't, you don't pick up any. Right. And that was the other thing I was going to say, too, is this one is also at 9%. Um, but I'm not picking up any of the diacetyl. Which is nice. Yeah. I, I think it's completely overshadowed by the alcohol and the tartness. With that being said, though, Imperial Reds, you expect some hop character from. You don't really get that from this. <clears throat> no. No. The fact that it was aged, the hop character would have probably died off by now. Which is strange because mm. with all the hops that were in it, it still got infected. Do most do most sour beers have a lot of hop character though? No. No, okay. there's there's none. Mainly because hops are a natural preservative, which is right. why the IPA style exists. It, yeah. Um and so, if you have a heavily hopped beer, it's supposed to not get infected mm. as easily. Right. And if this was an accident, <laughs> then there's there's another problem there. How I don't would know. That Am I happened? making any sense, Travis? No. It, <laughs> it does. How would that have happened? Like you said, the lactobacillus just found its well, way. It's a bacteria. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, barrels, you, you always run that risk with barrels. Okay. It's just, the okay, so. Wood is porous. It's extremely porous. Right. And people talk about how even in plastic uh, fermenters, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, the ale pale, pale ale pale, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you're not careful about how long your beer stays in there or how well you sanitize, then yeah. you could end up with some infected beers because plastic is porous. Mm, and. Okay. Frado actually had this happen. He had a beer and an ale pail that he forgot about <laughs> and ended up tasting like, you know, wine. <laughs> yeah. It was it grapes. had been in that uh fermenter for so long. And then every beer he tried to put in there after that had the same flavor. Mm. Didn't matter how much he rinsed and scrubbed and sanitized, it's just that the plastic got pitted and it was so porous that that contamination just permeated the plastic. Gotcha. And as much as that's porous, wood is even more so. Gotcha. So it's really, really hard to sanitize a barrel without, you know, if you, if you take the whiskey out of it, obviously the high amount of alcohol will have sanitized it for you. Yeah, it's yeah. 40%. Right yeah. there, and yeah. you don't really want to wash that out because then you lose the whiskey. <clears throat> then you, yeah, then you lose, and and adding that, what you would think would be quote unquote fresh water, is still has contaminants in it, mm. which is why after you sanitize something, you don't rinse it out because you're putting unsanitized water into a sanitized container. Therefore, the container is no longer sanitized. Mm. Okay, so you've got this whiskey barrel that had forty percent, you know, eighty proof whiskey in it, and if you don't put the liquid back into it right away, then you run the risk of, of having contamination. Wood also expands when it's wet, which is why if you have a barrel that's been sitting for a while that's been dry, you might have gaps in the planks. Okay. So you're supposed to put some some kind of liquid into it for the wood to absorb it and swell back up to actually seal it. So mm-hmm. if you have a, a, um, 
a barrel that hasn't been used for a while, you put your liquid in there, it's going to leak until the wood reabsorbs the liquid and, and swells back up to seal it. So there's a lot of different things, a lot of issues you run into when you're talking about barrel aging. Right. And contamination is a big one. Gotcha. Yeah, and even massive, or well, not massive, but pretty large companies like Clown Shoes can still run across these issues. Because mm-hmm. I would think that they would have... Uh, it's not the first thing they've barrel aged. <laughs> yeah, I would think they'd have a handle on it, but you know, sometimes things happen. And even even the big guys with all their uh, expertise and, and experience still run across the occasional mishap and uh lucky for them it turned out to be a a, a good mishap yeah this Happy is accident yeah like you 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 could have told me this was intentional and i would have completely believed it like they could have marketed this as their first sour beer and there you go like that would have been great yeah <laughs> yeah as good as if somebody sour. said if somebody said this is intentional i'd be like all right cool that's an awesome beer yeah, but the fact that we know now that it was by accident, yeah. but they decided to push it out anyway. Part of me is like, good on them. Yeah, right. <laughs> but well, luckily, other, it was a. The other it, part of me is like, eh. Well, luckily for them, it was a it was an Irish red ale that ended up getting soured. You know, so basically, like I said, you could sell that as a Flanders red. You yeah. know. It's like, okay, there you go. Now, the next beer we're about to have from them, if it ends up being soured, then they have a problem. Yeah, we've got a real problem. <laughs> so for BJ- What is this supposed to be? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for BJCP, I would say, if this were entered as a Flanders Red, I would say it's pretty solid. 40, I think. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, uh, Imperial Red, 13. <laughs> Check your yeah. sanitation procedures. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that shows you it's all in how you enter your beer. For real. Uh, enter but, what you brewed, not what you intended to brew. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, for poundability, though, I'd say like two. <laughs> oh, yeah, there, there's, yeah, there's no way. It's, it's a two. Wait, there's no way it's a two, or there's no way it's better than two? There's no way, period. It's a <laughs> this two. is a <laughs> sipping beer. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a two. Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> clown shoes, just in general, like I... I see a lot of them down here lately. Yes. And I'm guessing that's because their um, distribution's probably gotten a lot better. I think there was recently a sale or something. I don't know. I I, I don't... Did Jeremy just relabel that bar? I don't know if they've been bought out or not. I'll have to see. But either way... um, I don't think they... Almost perfect. I don't think that's correct. But they are being distributed down to Texas... On mass, yeah, and that's not something that's happening to a lot of Massachusetts it's a very beers. Smooth label, though. So we are um, it came off easy. This is a pretty big brewery, I'm guessing, uh, especially probably that's what she said. Probably for that region. <laughs> yeah. Um, this truth is literally like standing on a raft of leprechauns. Yes, <laughs> that's that's kind of the point of that's, the beer, uh, okay. <laughs> or the point of the explanation that he made. Yeah. So, this is a brewery that. Brewery. Um, gosh, well, I, fe- I feel this like this is a brewery. I feel like there was a an episode recently where, um, that's right, it was Avery. Um, Avery had that uh, the real peel that you brought in that was like a year and a half out of date, but it still ended up being a drinkable beer. 
and that's an interesting mark of a, of a good brewery when you can make a mistake like that or your beer could be like out of date like that or something like that and your beer's still drinkable i kind of i kind of, i kind of like to think about it like that like this is perfectly fine you market it to me right i know what i'm expecting then yeah I like it. Well, it also wouldn't be the first time that somebody made a beer and was like, oh, it's not very good. I'm going to throw some lacto on it and see if it gets better. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming they just did one batch of this, right? Because if it's going to go sour, then... Well, let me put it this way. When I went to the Clown Shoes website and I clicked Bombers, it was not listed. Yeah. When I clicked Special Releases, it was not listed. Yeah. I had to Google Clown Shoes Arch, whatever it's called, Yeah. to Arch find Druid. it. To find it, it was not listed on their website as one of those two things. Dang. I'm not surprised because the bottled on date says it was bottled on <laughs> August the first, 2016. Ah, total yep. line strikes again. Yeah, but for a sour beer, that's so fine. So continue to to age for another two years in the bottle, which I'm okay with. Yeah. I think it's a solid beer. It's actually good. I mean, if if it was an accident, then that's a very, very good accident. Yeah. I would suggest that they would have found a way to put on the label that it's sour. Sour, yeah. Just so people knew word. what to expect. Or, or or at least, like, maybe even make it a weird game. Like, this beer could be sour or it couldn't be. Because I think that they had some bo- bottles that were not soured. Um, I think that they had some that did not end up, like getting infected who knows so so they had no way of knowing what like all they knew was what they tried to brew so maybe they could have put a label on there saying like eh, this is a surprise <laughs> you might get a sour beer but it's good if it is <laughs> you know something like that probably they already bought all the labels and were like yeah that's well, what travis said earlier it might not be you know very feasible to reprint all the labels but they could get a stamp and like stamp it across you know like the the red block font right sour press the label or something I, and then I, this would, is sour or that would druid. make me want to buy we're it. not willing to pay someone to stamp sour well, like okay so if two I, years ago it the, might not have been sour that's true maybe that was a, a recent addition to their yeah, yeah maybe their so website i don't know either way if i saw because that's a very colorful label and if I saw that with a big red print, like sour stamped across it, I'd pick it up. <laughs> Best believe I'd take notice. <laughs> that would make me pick it up. <laughs> so anyway. Especially from a brewery that's reputable as clown shoes. Well, let's try another clown shoe beer and see what happens. What happens, yeah. Yeah, anyway, I really liked it. <laughs> All right. So we have another clown shoes beer. This is a weird beer. This is not as weird as the last one, I wouldn't think. But hailing out of Massachusetts, as all the beers of this episode are, we have clown shoes chocolate sombrero. This is a Mexican style chocolate stout. It rings in at nine percent alcohol by volume, so it's another heavy hitter. As you know, would be inferred from the fact that on the can we've got a luchador wearing a sombrero luchador luchador yeah that's a mexican wrestler yes <clears throat> he's uh wearing clown that's, shoes funny enough but he's what nacho libre one? yes so yes luch- he was a luchador okay and so <laughs> he's uh he's he's diving off the corner of the ring and about to 
Nacho. What's <laughs> up? There oh, it is. is. Oh, I found it was in the languages tab. Oh, I see. Now you have not, Luchador to add to not that no. list. Yeah. So I am just talking about the label on the can. I assume <laughs> this is going to, because I haven't actually tasted it yet. Um, but when I saw this, I was reminded of the um, Stone uh, Joca Vesa which is a Mexican mocha-inspired stout. Hmm. Um, I would hope this would be somewhere in the same vein as that because it's got that, um, you know, the, 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 the Mexican hot chocolate kind of comes with that, like a little bit of that spiciness, like, you know, like cinnamon spice and things like that. Um, it's not just chocolate. It's, it's got a little bit, of, a little bit of an extra kick to it. Um, you know, nothing that's going to burn your face off or nothing, but, you know, just something to kind of keep you interested. Okay. So that's what I'm hoping for with this beer. Um, it was definitely the most interesting because uh, the specs I went to just had a whole bunch of their stouts. And I was just hoping to find something that might differentiate itself a little bit more. So it's black. Yeah, pretty dark. <laughs> Can't really see through it. So it has a nice tan, foamy head. Mm-hmm. Dark brown to black appearance. We've had this one before. On well, you might have had. I it. don't. I don't think on the podcast. Right. But I know we've had this one before. Yeah, this is at least the second time that I know this beer has been in your house. Yeah. The oh. first time was years ago, whenever I came over here with my ex fiance. And we brought uh, a bomber of this, and then she dropped it in the kitchen and just, like, splattered beer all over the floor, like, as soon as we walked in. This would have been, like, I don't know, six years ago, seven. Well, because the last time you checked into it was June 10th, 2013. Been about five years ago. Thanks for the math update, Power. <laughs> hey! <laughs> That's the last time you checked in on... Uh, huh untapped but uh, Fredo and Bankston and Ashley have all had this countless times at Cool Keg mm-hmm. and Eddie had it uh, February 2018 and I toasted it I didn't know I toasted it so anyway it's been around for a, a while a yeah. while aroma oh. certainly has like a oh, nice yeah. mixture of, of lots roast. of things you got some chocolate you got some roast uh, I dare say a little bit of, you know, maybe some chili pepper or something. Yeah. Something See, like I was going to yeah. say smoke, not pepper. Huh. I could go with that, too. What kind of smoke? Campfire. Campfire. <laughs> you know, and I, can, I feel beef. I can actually. <laughs> you feel it's, beef. It's kind of beefy. It is kind of beefy. I can buy that for sure. So uh, what's a smoked pepper? Like Chipotle? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they use Chipotle. Maybe a Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Chili de Arbol. Eh? <laughs> Check out our pepper episode, 2.0. Mm, maybe 140, 141, somewhere there. No, 143. Mm. I don't There's know. something odd in the aroma. I mean, the flavor. Like almost medicinal. Cinnamon. No, I don't you get don't, cinnamon. You don't get that? Oh, the medicinal? Oh, no, I didn't say cinnamon. 
You did that. No? <laughs> like, is it a pretty, weird hop sure flavor, maybe? Because the bitterness? Butter. Oh, butter. <laughs> what? <laughs> what realize, was that? Didn't that was, that was interesting. <laughs> butter. Oh, butter. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Fredo. I didn't realize that was going to happen. That's a good drop. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good drop. No, I mean, I, it's... It's very roasty, and there's like some baker's chocolate, bitter chocolate, but there's something else. That's, yeah. That's like. Maybe you're tasting the cinnamon. No. It's oh, almost wow. like an old person's medicine. Ah, Jeremy gets it. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> no, it's something off. I get the robotus. Like something chemical or medicinal. Really? You don't. Off. It, it wouldn't be like a kinda, combination of. Kind of tastes like a hospital smells. <laughs> if, if if I'm looking for that flavor, <laughs> it is rather sharp. I can see that. Yeah. No. No. Like. Like. Okay. So. So if I'm like, I can tell what he's tracking, and that's why I said what I said. Yeah. The rest of it is like roasty, 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 uh-huh. very roasty. Yeah. But Bitter, I can track. Baker's chocolate. I can, yes. Like all that stuff is definitely there. It, exactly. But I'm tracking what you're getting, and that's the only way that I can kind of... Yeah. Okay, somehow. I'm not too familiar with this, yeah. but what is like a prerequisite for a good Mexican-style chocolate? Um, your abuelita made it. Huh? <laughs> I'm... I don't have an abuelita. Abuela? No, 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 he no, he, oh, he no, here. Superman, he I would no say here. habanero chili peppers. <laughs> Is that something you cook with? <laughs> I mean, I was expecting this to have some kind of pepper in it. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think it does. Did it not? Did the can or maybe the, there's like the heat blurb, to it, like pepper? Did heat the blurb to or it? nothing say anything about? Um, hold okay. on, it says ale brewed with natural flavors and natural flavors added. Well, thank you for that, Can. <laughs> thank you, Can. If you think about a chipotle pepper, it's been smoked. I'm on it. It's been smoked. It's been roasted on a grill. It's got fire to it. You think that might have something to contribute to this off flavor? No. I, okay, so I don't want to go as far as saying Band-Aid or Garden Hose. Yeah, I don't think it's no phenolic. No, but there's something. Yes. That you can't quite pinpoint it's like it's sharp maybe it is it. maybe it is phenolic all right but here we go the, the strong oh. flavor profile from the beer are helping to hide it a little bit all right so roasted dark malts plus extra chocolate malts plus ancho chili plus cinnamon plus vanilla extract plus a chocolate loving beer drinking clown shoes wearing multi-limbed gorgeous and glorious mexican wrestler on the label that's the recipe for a chocolate sombrero. Salt, lime, onion powder, celery powder, clam Chile. powder, mm-hmm. salsa picante, pepper, and oh. natural lemon. Okay. Salsa natural picante. chile. Lemon or lime? It says limon. So lime. <laughs> lemon. Oh, it is lemon. Yeah. <laughs> Carrot extract. And that's it. Yep. I thought lemon was like both. That's I, why there was confusion. I know a Ramon. Uh, so I know. For, <sighs> I think the, the flavor profile, I, I think, is spot on. The what? <laughs> the what? Profile. 
this is kind of a weird beer. I yeah, hate to say it, but it kind of is. So, okay, I get the cinnamon, now that he said it. Ancho chilies. But I'd, I've never had an ancho chili, like, outright, so I can't tell you what that flavor profile is. Now, Travis, you brewed with ancho chili before. Yeah, that's, you? that's just a dried poblano. So it's real low heat, but it does still have a little bit of the Like a the green plant-like pepper. Well, since they dry it, you lose a little bit of the green character. So it's not like a, a bell pepper. No, it's a, a little, little deeper flavor. Yeah, a but little does it more, have some of the smoke? It's not supposed to be smoked. Okay, no. But I because that was see. the first thing I picked up in some of the aroma things that was there's some smoke there. Hmm. But drying does have like a weird way of bringing out. Yeah, like a depending on how they dried it. But still, yeah. none of that answers the question as to what's the weird thing we're picking up. I think it's the it's the ancho chili, man. Because you haven't had one. Come on, man. Man? Maybe. Dude? I don't know. Come on, man. Come on, dude. I don't know. It may be. Because, like, there's... I taste all that, all the cinnamon. And, like, when I thought Chipotle, I was like, I know what Chipotle tastes like. This is not Chipotle. Mm -hmm. But it's similar. I mean, I love Chipotle. Like, the restaurant? Like, the bowl with the chicken and the... (laughs) Personally, I just like Mercado Juarez. The bowl's a cop out, <laughs> in my opinion. No, I like the bowl. No, the bowl you get more food. You do. Nah. Yeah, you get more in the bowl than you, you do. The there, there has been like it's a MythBusters done kind of thing. Like yeah. tacos, you get the least amount of less, well, yeah. the least amount of food. Then you got the burrito, just, and then the bowl gets I've you the most. Always been a burrito guy. I mean, I like the. You can ask for a bowl, and then and then, then tacos, a tortilla. Tortillas, yeah. And you get more food. You can have like a snack later on. <laughs> Anyways, it's so, not restaurant styles. Ooh, there's an idea. There there's is an idea. Podcast. Next podcast, we need more content. Welcome to restaurant styles. <laughs> Today, Chipotle or Freebirds? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh. I really don't know what to think about this beer. I don't either. I want to like it. I thought it was going to be sweeter. I I knew it was going to be like this level of roasty. It I want feels. More God, what was what, what were we like talking semi-sweet about? Semi-sweet chocolate. Well, it's got chocolate dark name, chocolate. so I want more chocolate. But yeah, I, I do. Much of that. Well, I, it's I think bitter chocolate. It's a baker's chocolate. Yeah, uh, yeah. It feels like milk chocolate, and maybe like um, Lakewood Temptress level chocolate. Hmm. Something I mean, with a little bit of heat. It's prominent in the title, so I want a little bit more than what I'm getting. It says chocolate sombrero. What's a sombrero taste like? Have you oh, ever tastes like a hat? Have you ever licked or eaten a bunch <laughs> of dried straw that had glue on it? That's what a sombrero. Not since like. kindergarten. No. <laughs> yeah, when you get the paste. Says <laughs> so the elementary school teacher. Pasty. <laughs> How often do you see kids eat paste which, in your which classes? Which was two days ago. Not in the music room. <laughs> well, why not? <laughs> 12, 10 p.m. <laughs> anyway, poundability on this one. I mean, this one's like a 1.5. My poundability rating. <laughs> I'd say one. Even lower than the sour beer. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. One. Yeah, this is... What do we want to say? Acrid? Is it's, this... Is, uh, is that the word? word? Yeah. It's I, I don't know Almost that I'd go to the point of being. I don't know that I go that far. Ooh. I've had acrid beers. This is not acrid. It is. It's a little bitter, roasty beyond it's, all. 
It's it's got some astringency. Yeah, but say that. I would not say astringency. Acrid. It's not close uh, to astring- acrid. Astringency. Astringency. I mean, acrid beers are like burnt, like ashtray licking. Yes, that's acrid. I don't know. I don't know that I would not go that far with this I one. I don't know. I think the pepper really just threw it off for this one. Actually, you know, if it is well, like you know a from s- smoking. Yeah. If <laughs> if it is like a smoky character that's throwing us off, then if I was about to say that this would be a really good beer to have when it's really cold outside sitting around a campfire. Sure. Because when we did the smoked beer episode and we were sitting around a campfire, we did not taste the smoke. It was a super malty, uh, you know, kind of clean beer. And the second we came inside the week later and we tried one of those beers again, all we got was beef jerky. <laughs> yeah, your, your so, nose. And yeah, like I, the old factory, like everything is connected. Yeah, and so I think if that. we had this beer sitting around a campfire, we would get all kinds of chocolate notes. Nah, dude, there is some cherry cough syrup to this. Like I'm starting to... Think so you're, about you're, it. You're picking look, up what I'm yeah, getting as at. it warms up. I see the Robitussin. You see Robitussin? I see it. It's right in front of my face. I see dead Robitussin. <laughs> oh no! Because <laughs> I spoiler alert: you've been dead the whole time. I, I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I mean, the medicinal thing that I picked up on initially is still there, but whenever Powers is saying acrid. I don't think it's accurate. I uh, God, it just coats my mouth. There's something off with it. Yeah, I don't think the bitterness is the issue. Maybe it's just a combination of the chocolates that they put in it. Man, but see, I've had this before, and I really liked it the first time. <sighs> We're just getting crap beers from the store. <laughs> well, like, maybe stop. It's, it's from one brewery. Really? Yeah, maybe they're having some issues. Because Is there a date on this can? Two twenty-eight eighteen. Oh, well, then it's new. Yeah. So because the last one was two years old. Okay. So we need to age it. So it's more sour. <laughs> oh, the last one you're talking about—the one we had. Like I thought no, you were talking, talking about, about this one. I thought no, I thought you were talking about the last chocolate sombrero you had. Um. Well, no, that was no, the, before one they new. were having issues. Yes. Then because this one was, is new. It was also out of a keg. Right. Yes. Because I think true. it was Cool Cake that I had it. Yeah. No, this one is new. This one's very new, especially for a stout. Um, I don't know. It's strange. It is. Yeah, my rating and rate beer for this one doesn't say anything about weird flavors or whatever. Just Cough syrup. Your, your palate's also a lot more in tune than it was. Dry, on, dark, bitter, chocolate, roasty. I give it a 3.5 whenever this was. Uh, I don't know. Huh. Actually, yeah, rated five years ago. Oh, wow. So, yeah, this would have Did everybody give their poundability? I said 1.5. Yeah, it's ones. Ones all One. around. One's all around. It's just. What about BJCP? Ashy. Five. No. No. One, 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 Ouch. One, 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 one. Oucher. <sighs> High this 20s. is a 9% stout. So. That could be a- an Imperial. <laughs> no, the reason why... Or is it a double? <laughs> <laughs> Stouts, there's no delineation between I know, the two. I know. Uh, the high alcohol content, do you think that would contribute to how weird 
no. off flavor Robitussin. I'm not getting no. heat. No. No? Nope, no. There's no heat here. No. <laughs> not not necessarily heat, but like bite. No. Mm. No. <laughs> the, the bitterness and the roastiness would overpower the alcohol. All right. The alcohol would come across as a, as a warming thing, not a flavor. I don't like this. No. I, that's why I said I BJCP, I'd give it a high 20s. Yeah. What category would you enter it as? I guess it didn't really matter because I don't like it. It'd have to be Imperial Stout because it's a 9%. Stout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe spice uh, Actually, I was going to say it, it might. Put it in pepper beer? No. There's not <laughs> enough, not nearly no. enough pepper. Oh. I would say it might actually do better in Russian Imperial just because of the harshness of the, the bitterness. Wolf. Yeah. Yikes. Do you think the kind of hops they used caused the Robitussin no. powder? In a stout. <laughs> No. But you got to use some hops in a beer, right? Well, you got to. Yeah. But it's also now with Vicks. <laughs> <laughs> it was not Just Vicks. throw in some Vicks Vapor Rub. There you go. Um, it might have been NyQuil, you know? I mean, my impression is has always been that with a stout, um, everything that you taste is going to be dominated by the malt that you use. Um, almost nothing else can really dominate the flavor of your beer outside of the malt um yeah, depends if you have a hopped stout i guess you could do that well no i mean like <laughs> it's gonna have hops in it, but i'm talking about like other flavors adjuncts um i mean yes that's true so adjunct so stouts are really fun for brewers for breweries to um play around with because you never see you know you 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 see lakewood doing Thin Mint Temptress and Coconut Temptress and stuff like that. Uh, and th- that's their stout. Um, they love doing stuff with their stouts. Alesmith does the same thing with their Speedway stout. You never see like that type of series with almost anything else outside of like a blonde fruit series or something. Well, no, all the Sculpin beers. There's like okay, the Sculpins, yes. 20 of those. No, actually, that's true. I didn't think about the Sculpins. There's a lot of that one dragon <laughs> beer we had a while back. The dragon beer? Oh, dragon beer. I forget what it's called. Game it had Thrones? a dragon on. No, it had a dragon <laughs> on the label, and there was like ten different deviations of. Yeah, breweries like to find their flagship, flagship Whoa! beer, flagship, <laughs> flagship beer. <laughs> we did not check the explicit box. <laughs> they like to find their flagship beer, and yeah. Mess with it. Do with weird something that they yeah. know is a really good solid recipe, and they'll and they'll jack with it to get different flavor profiles. And most of I mean, the time, that's that a all stout. The time. Most of the time, that's a stout. Yeah. In my opinion, sometimes in my observation, but um, this is not very good as it's presented to me. No. Yeah. I don't like it. We've already talked it around, so it makes me sad. I'm sorry, clown shoes. You uh, you do some things really well. Yeah, I've had some really solid beers from them. I yeah. think you need to crank down on your, on your process. Clowns. Maybe they got too and big for the quality bridges. control. Because, I mean, the last beer was great, but it wasn't what was on the label. So it wasn't negative purpose. points for that. And this one was better the last time I had it. Yeah. Maybe a new <laughs> facility to brew in. I don't know. No, they just need to, they need to, they need <laughs> just to have a, burn it to the ground. <laughs> just no, they burn it a, all down. They need a deep clean. When's yeah. the last time? You know, come on. 
Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of Brew Styles, where we talked about Massachusetts beer. Yep. Join us next week for episode 150. What? Where we feature the 50th state in the union. What? Hawaii. Aloha. Cheers until then. Uh-oh. It now, means hello and goodbye. Now say aloha. 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 Thanks. Ha, 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 ha.